Hello, and welcome back to The Ripper, The Teller, and The Gremlin. Now, this week, we have a bit of a different uh, sort of thing going on with our show. We have actually got two episodes this week, um, just because we've been absolutely overwhelmed by the sheer amount of announcements. Because, you know, usually we'd like to talk about the news, but this week we're just like, oh my God, Disney are like, hey, look, this is everything our company are doing. And it's just like, right, okay. And then also, you know, we had the Game Awards, which were like controversial in their own right. And also announced, you know, like 20 new game titles or like gameplay trailers or whatever. So it's just been an absolute nightmare. So we really wanted to bring all this content, all these announcements to you guys. So the way it's going to work is that this episode is just a a one-off. It's a special episode. This episode is literally just going to cover all the Disney announcements and the Game Awards. That's all we're doing this episode. Um, And it took us an absolute, you know, ton of time to to write up and investigate and we're banging our head against the wall like starting going (laughs) halfway through essentially essentially, after going through the the news document for this uh, this episode we've established that about I would say several days into into the typing up of this, uh, Chris slowly lost his mind and all sanity, and uh, became everything just became black merging <laughs> symbols on a screen. Uh, it's hieroglyphics, <laughs> basically. Uh, so yeah, a lot, there's been it's been ridiculous amounts of news and announcements. So we felt like it was only right that we bring all this to the podcast, but then still give you our normal. Uh, episode rundown uh, later in the week so yeah. Chris so, take it away so yeah so just to clarify uh, this episode is the special episode so two episodes this week special episode this week which is just the news announcements and then on um, Friday usual time we will have a normal episode which is just our normal layout our normal format um, but you know if you love us you've got two episodes this week Happy day. You get to enjoy it. Woo! And just before we get things started, um, I just want a quick shout out to last week's episode. It was uh, one of our favourite to make. We had yeah, a, a special guest on, um, a streamer who goes by Wops. Wops? Wasps. <laughs> I've, I've, that, this is where my brain is. He goes by Wasps. <laughs> But we, actually, we, we, joke, we joked about how it can be misinterpreted. And I, I've been in his Twitch chat when it's been misinterpreted and it's, it's a good laugh. Um, but yeah, so if, if uh, you like our guest episodes or just I highly recommend anyone who likes this podcast, give that episode yeah. a listen. It was really good fun. Uh, and, you know, we, we loved having Jordan on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a brilliant episode. But okay, now into the nitty gritty of this. <laughs> Okay. We're going to start with the Disney Investor Day news. And my mm-hmm. God, just straight off the bat, how on earth does anyone compete with Disney now? Uh, they, it, you know, we always joke, don't we, about how Disney essentially own everything. But seeing it like this, they literally own everything. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous. And we were sort of uh, talking about HBO Max last week mm-hmm. and saying about, oh, look, they've got these 
seven or eight movie titles going to HBO Max. And, you know, they've got the Justice League, um, you know, cut, Zack Snyder cut. And we're like, oh, look at all these great things they're doing and, and uh, all this interesting stuff that's coming that you're going to get on their platform. And then Disney are just like, yeah, that's nice. But do, do you want to see the, the 12 pages of content I've got for, you know, Disney Plus? It's just, it's such a bombshell. It's just, yeah. uh, oh, that's nice, Warner Bros. But look, look at this. It's like, yeah. it's, like, it's like a guy who's just put on a little bit of muscle in the gym and then like a bodybuilder walks out and it's like, right? Yeah. You okay? You want to go? <laughs> that's what it is. Disney's just this big roided monster at this point that just consumes IPs. That's all so, they do. So, yeah, they, they do have literally what feels like everything now. Um, so... Are you? Am I right in thinking that you're gonna list them off, basically? All so I will. Uh, I've just wanted to quickly mention a few um, tidbits before I get into the actual announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was revealed that Disney Plus now has over 137 million subscriptions. Wow. Um, and that is also only in um, 13 months. That's, wow. how, that's, how, that's how big they've gotten in just 13 months since its launch. And it, like, it took Netflix years to like, get there. Yeah. And they've just opened 13 months and then boom. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's astonishing how big it is. Uh, and they just said that they're looking to launch soon in Eastern Europe, South Korea, Hong Kong and more markets. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, that's sort of... Um, where we are with that um that was that was all the sort of spiel they sort of gave but i thought i'd give people a bit of background to how big this this platform Disney has become yeah um and we'll we'll get straight into the uh, announcements then we'll start with um they released a load of animation news mm-hmm. um i'll list them off quick so they are doing a raya and the last dragon which is this kind of you know, new animated Disney princess type deal thing, kind of like a Moana type thing. Um, They're doing an animated diary of the wimpy kid. They are continuing Fox's ice age franchise because they now own ice age as well. Um, Then they're also doing an animated night at the museum. That's cool. So out of any of those, is there any that you particularly wanted to talk about? Um, I, for me, um, the one that springs the most attention is Night at the Museum. I, I mean, yeah, I love same. the films. I love the films, and I think they're great anyway. So seeing an animation would be really cool um, and interesting. Um, and also, Ice Age. Everyone loves the Ice Age yeah. movies. I actually I don't know movies. whether or not I've seen the last one or the more recent ones, but I remember the original two, I think, very well. So, yeah, I mean, that's cool as well to see an animation out of that. Mm. But, I mean. Diary of the Wimpy Kid's not really a bit of me, and I, I mean this new series about the um, Raya and the Dragon. Um, <laughs> that sounds okay, but I don't know what that is. Well, uh, apparently all this stuff's coming to Disney Plus, so maybe maybe you could give Raya a go because you're already paying for it. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Um, but yeah, it's like I say, uh, it's all interesting. And I just love that. I always used to talk about, um, you know, these independent animation studios that had these great franchises. And like, they're like, people always assume every animation studio is owned by Disney, right? And hmm. when you're like, oh no, I say just 
at Fox. It's his own thing. Now it's like, yeah, yeah, no. Ice Age is now Disney as well. As well, of course it is. It's like, what animation franchise in the future is going to not be Disney? Like, <laughs> it's quite wild. Um, so moving away from that, like I said, literally, we're just we're going to mention all the announcements and then we're just going to dive into the stuff we particularly want to talk about, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll move on to a section that I don't know if there's probably not going to be much for us to discuss here, but uh, they were, gave us some details about their... Dis- so these are Disney live-action movies. So yeah. um, we're not talking about, like, the off-brands of Star Wars no. or Marvel. These are their own properties. Uh, so they've said that they're going to do a Hocus Pocus 2, they're going to do Free Men and a Baby remake with Zac Efron. They are uh, have apparently they're doing a three different films based on true stories, meant to be inspiring true stories. They're doing a Cheaper by the Dozen remake. They're doing Jungle Cruise movie with Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt, <laughs> which I'm just like I, I kind of am so intrigued by that. Um, a prequel to the live action and um, Lion King. Uh, a live-action Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. Interesting. Yeah. A new piece of Pan reboot. Um, uh, a Disenchanted, which is a sequel to a hit film they had called Enchanted, which yeah. weirdly I've seen. Amy Ad- that's Amy Adams, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know why I've seen this. <laughs> and um, You feel like Deanne didn't make you watch it or something? No, I think it might have been a girlfriend before Deanne. <laughs> If What's you're listening, like don't hate me. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I liked it, but I'm kind of just like, it's not a film. I'm trying to remember when... Yeah. Um, and then this one, which I'm actually really excited for, Sister Act 3 is in development with Whoopi Goldberg returning. That's cool. Um, so out of those I've just listed off, is there anything you guys want to delve a bit more into? Bradley? Um, I like the first Enchanted, so... Disenchanted. So, so you're on the disenchanted hype train. Oh no, I wouldn't say hype train, but I was hype train. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I've never seen a sister act though. Oh, what? What was your childhood? I, I don't um, even know what Bradley, it about. Bradley, Bradley. Bradley. I've never seen a sister act either. Oh, I don't oh, like you, God. you anymore. It's it's the family. <laughs> so it's our family from. So, so <laughs> this is really bizarre because it's basically like a, a group of nuns who like it's a really good like heartfelt comedy about like a group of nuns who hence sister act who Uh, all Mm -hmm. sing and uh they're kind of like drama family dramas type things Mm -hmm. um i really love the first two sister acts i haven't seen them in years so i'm kind of vague on the details but i remember really enjoying them as a kid um and you know it's something that i watched with my mum and I think it's something I'd probably, I'd really enjoy to see Sister Act 3 with my mum, you know? It'd be yeah. something that mm-hmm. would be fun Just for nice. us. Um, yeah. So that's probably why I'm quite excited for that. But apart from yeah. that, um, there's not much... Uh, there's, I fa- yeah, go well, on, the, the one that, the, to be honest, the one for me that stands out actually probably the most uh, is the Cheapy by the Dozen remake. I, lo- I love those films. Yeah. To see, I mean... I'm not sure of, about it though. Yeah, also kind of a bit anxious about that because they're so classic I, they are so classic and i was worried that this would be like don't be wrong not that they're not tacky but i feel like could they over tacky this and make <laughs> it like really like oh, hard they to watch can. yeah and they it, can and they will really <laughs> but um but yeah that's that's it and also I, i'm quite interested in this whole three men and a baby thing oh um, zach efron 
Yeah, I've ne- I'd, I've heard of that before, but it's an eighties or like nineties comedy. Yeah. Uh, the original. So, I mean that that could be quite good, but um, yeah, they're the ones to jump out for me. Yeah, cool. And then weirdly enough, just for me, Jungle Cruise. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, and it's listed as embark on a thrill ride down the Amazon in Jungle Cruise. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'll watch that. I like The Rock <laughs> just running around doing like stupid things in a jungle. Jumanji. Yeah. I mean, yeah it's, it's Jumanji, but not a video game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we're going to move on to what is really probably going to be the meat and the potatoes of the Disney news. <laughs> and um, that is the first bit is the Marvel announcements. And by God, if you're a Marvel or Star Wars fan, there's there's so much that was announced that you can be excited for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we'll dive straight into it. I'll list them all off again, and then we'll go into what we want to go into. So a Secret Invasion series with Nick Fury, uh, so with Sam Jackson, um, an Ironheart series, an Armor War series, Baby Groot animated series, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which uh, I think that sounds amazing. Um, we got a Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer. We got a Loki trailer. We got a Marvel's animated What If trailer. We got She-Hulk series info. We got a WandaVision. We got the second trailer for WandaVision. We got confirmation that Fantastic Four is in development at Marvel, a, a new Fantastic Four movie set within the MCU. Um, we got the official title for Ant-Man 3, which is called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Um, the, uh, yeah, so Found with Soldier, She-Hulk series. Uh, sorry, my page jumped. I was like, oh no, where have I gone? Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is confirmed to connect to Spider-Man, to Tom Holland's Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale is confirmed to be playing Gore the God Butcher in the new Thor movie. Um, we got some Black Panther news that they are not going to recast um, T'Challa. They're just going to go forward with the with the normal sort of Black Panther crew. Um, so yes, yeah, so that was a huge info dump for you for Marvel. Uh, is there anything you want to go into in depth there? I mean, there's, I mean, there's plenty that I would love to go in depth into. Um, well, we don't really, really a matter of we, time. We'd be, we'd be uh, here for like six hours yeah. if we went in depth. Um, we? I'll, I'll tell you, uh, for me, I tell you what ones. Um, I mean, I watched all this as well. I, the ones that that really interest me. Uh, I, st- I think I said this to you, Chris. I'm still not 100 percent convinced on the Wanda uh, Vision show. Oh, I'm so I, on board. I think it. I think it could be brilliant, but I'm still not 100 percent convinced. Espe- especially since they've said that. Um, they they've confirmed that they are doing a multiverse arc, yeah. and that that arc is across Ooh. free yeah. um, stuff, yeah. and it yeah. starts in one division, then mm-hmm. it goes on in Doctor Strange two multiverse of madness, and then it yeah. ends with Spider Man three. Yeah, they're all cool. connected, that, and they're all really going to cool be. And then that is why everyone's like freaking out and going, oh my God, is that the, the Spider-Verse movie confirmed? Because yeah. this is a multiverse arc. It's a multiverse, yeah. You know? And we got the announcement as well that was a, a, an adjacent to this. It wasn't from Disney, it was from Sony, that um, Dr. Octopus is returning. 
yeah for, for, it's so it's like it's uh, with jamie fox and doc Ock coming back well, you're like yeah. this and is I've all heard, but confirmed and, I, and i'm not i'm not sure this is a hundred percent like um foolproof this this um this confirmation but i saw today as well that um they're talk there's talks of um william defoe uh, coming back for green oh Golden. yes um, do it if that's, do if it. that's true then i mean it, we can't you know how long can they deny this yeah for, or, or <laughs> and, um, and one more aside quick i didn't know doctor strange 2 multiverse of madness is being directed by sam raimi oh really yeah as in the guy who directed no. all yeah as in the guy who directed all <laughs> no. of the Spider-Man, no. Tobey Maguire movies. Oh God, it's it's confirmed. He's all but it's confirmed, confirmed isn't it? <laughs> Why would you bring Bro- Raimi Bro- back Bro- for Doctor Strange too? That is really strange. Um, yeah. So for me, the one that stands out the most, like of everything of those announcements, and I, I don't know if this is going to be agreed with or not, but for me, the one that stands out hugely is loki uh, the the tv show uh, I think did you it, did I you both the watch the trailer yeah yeah it just looks it's amazing. so good see i didn't know this whole disney thing had happened i'll be honest but i was like slowly going through different videos like wow there was a lot of announcements from disney that's a weird, weird <laughs> coincidence and to all announce at once and then you tell me about this and i was like ah makes more sense now but yeah i watched the loki one and it did look really good i, I love how it actually says in the piece of news segment yeah it actually says the first line it says this looks bloody good bradley i'd be very disappointed if you didn't watch the and i have and <laughs> i have watched the <laughs> so no it looks great i mean it, he's a great character anyway and i just think the show it's like it's been described as like a crime thriller as well which i thought was really yeah. weird through space uh, and time yeah, and I think it looks great. And obviously, um, Owen Wilson's in it as well, which is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. and I was really um, taken aback when I saw By him his in, the part in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. So and I, same. I looked at him and I was like, what? And then I was watching him and I was like, you know what? This is the least Owen Wilson Owen Wilson's ever been. Yeah, I was waiting to see it then. Wow. Yeah. I was watching it wow. and I was like, you know what? You're, I'm really liking wow. you in this, Owen. Like, I like him in, in other stuff, but, but, but he feels but, like yeah, an actor yeah, yeah. in this and not just Owen Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Because he's the same on like the sofa TV advert that he does and everything. He's literally the same guy as he is in every yeah. film and everything. So. And I like how um, he looks like a generic office guy as well with this yeah. weird sort of tash. And... Um, so yeah, that one's the one that stands out the most for me. But strangely enough, um, I, I mean, I, I thought the announcements were all amazing. I'm not saying that there weren't. I, I'm really excited for this Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness as well. Um, but the other TV series that strangely took my interest i really had no interest whatsoever prior um for falcon and the winter soldier oh no until until i saw that trailer and i was no like, see i watched actually, the trailer and i went what did that really give us though um uh, it's just more of captain america but if, yeah. if, no. if you like because they've I said didn't... it's this spy thriller with this they've said it's good it's going for the same tone the winter soldier had and that's my favorite marvel movie mm. so if they We're... nail that I don't I'm know though. Board. I just did, I thought that trailer just did nothing for it. It it wasn't great. I just thought it didn't show us like it it was all just like random sequences and like all bit, bits of explosions and I literally I got to the end of it and I went well, what what did that show us? Maybe that's why like, I liked it though. It was just <laughs> it was action for you and you were like well ooh that's cool. <laughs> Whereas I got to the end and I was like I don't really care about this anymore. Like I mean it, I, you have I, to I admit though it did look like a movie. I was watching yeah, this and I was like, this oh, series yeah, yeah, yeah. is... Yeah. And it, well, I and thought the not... same about Loki. They're just so high mm. production that they do yeah. look like they could be movies. movies. Yeah. Mm. 
What, uh, what about you guys? Was there? What was your most exciting so, so, one? So, so I will agree. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I got really hyped for because I love the whole Captain America storylines. With just and I love Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is one of my favourite characters. And I love that this show is just giving us more spy action in the universe. And it, mm-hmm. it's confirmed to have just these super soldiers duking it out. You've got yeah. the US government trying to put the US agent as a Captain America replacement, making their own super soldier. And that I'm just really interested to see if they do it right. It should be a really fun conspiracy, um, you know, buddy cop adventure series yeah, yeah. with just super soldiers battering each other. And I pray that Falcon gets the super soldier serum. He, cool. he, he didn't get it in the comics, but I feel like to be a, the new Captain America, he really needs it. And mm. I feel like the super soldier serum in conjunction with the wingsuit would actually make him so much more believable. Yeah, I think because I, I always had one problem with his character and it was that because he wasn't a super soldier and stuff like that, it was always a bit like, how does he withstand punches from aliens? And the, or like, you know, like, how does he yeah. withstand the damage that the others yeah. take? And, 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 and the fact that we know there's US agent and it looks like Baron Zemo is going to get the serum and get his suit. There's a lot of evil superhumans in this. And I don't want it to become the point where Falcon needs the Winter Soldier to keep running in and and, and going fisticuffs because Falcon just can't, right? Yeah, just getting thrown around the room. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's Um, one sort of problem I have. So so was that your most excited one? Because I was going to say what we should do is maybe say what one were you most excited uh, about? Oh, okay. Um, To be honest, I am rather excited about pretty much everything on here. There's nothing mm. on here that I'm looking at and I'm going, this has got me down or depressed. I, I can't wait for What If. I can't wait for WandaVision. I can't wait for She-Hulk now that we know uh, Mark Ruffalo and Abomination are going to be in it. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love Abomination from the Incredible Hulk movies. I'm so glad they're bringing him back in a role. And especially if it's going to be this weird, like where she's maybe going at him in court. I kind of find yeah. that kind of hilarious in its own way uh the what if series like i said looks great i really love all the what if storylines that they can't really do in the movies um and one that not a lot of people uh, are umming and ahhing about i'm really excited for armor wars which is the war machine yeah. series yeah i wasn't sure about that i i think it sounds okay but it wasn't my um it was one of my lower part of the list i think yeah but not just sure. cause- if you actually know the Armor Wars sort of storyline, it's it's and they do they do are uh, they kind of do a similar thing in the '90s Iron Man um, animated show, where War Machine is uh, going around and reclaiming the the start, stolen Stark tech and stuff. And I just love the idea of having a badass, heavily armored War Machine just ripping yeah. through places and recovering tech and just being this brutal War Machine, right? um that's that's a bit of me all over because because even though he is iron man he is the military really aspect of iron man turned up to a hundred you know yeah i think that could be really fun um yeah but anyone else oh well the fantastic four announcement's fun as well i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that yeah yeah what what about you bradley you're awfully quiet i'm just like i don't know that's what i mean i didn't look at too many of them i like the look of the loki series um uh a lot of it just doesn't interest me as much 
as 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 it used to, I guess. I don't know. I feel like they're just milking it a little bit too much. <laughs> milking it. Well, it I'm, is I'm like when you bon- see. I'm all, all on board for the milk. But I, I'm all. like, is it just? Is it good? Like, I, I, literally, that Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer. I, I literally, I just loaded it up and I was like, have I missed something? And then I looked at it again <laughs> and I was like, I have not. Like, I wasn't listening to it. To be fair, I was just watching it and I was like, oh, I, 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 I haven't missed anything. Oh, it's pretty <laughs> awful. It, it just like, ah, oh, I don't know. I just feel like they're kind of losing their core and they're just rehashing the same stuff and you know, the yeah, bad but, jokes. But there's only so much you can do with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because exactly. they are that so derivative. I, <laughs> but I, but I, I think there's a lot of people who are really excited for it, Bradley. I oh, think... yeah, no, I know. Like, and that's what I mean. That, that's fine. Because I, I like that, you know, other people can get enjoyment. Exactly. But for me, I'm like, mm, mm. Yeah, give me the whole, like, fair. the like Doctor Strange but stuff. And all the they are doing stuff. a lot that's of... That's what I'm in for. But the, but the thing is, there's a lot of traditional Marvel stuff in here for people. But there's also a lot of really adventurous stuff. With mm-hmm. the Doctor Strange, with the yeah, one division, I'm only in for the adventurous stuff. Yeah, Loki, like all of that. It's very um, different to what Marvel sort of done before. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. Like, I, I respect that people will get excited about it, and and that's cool. But for me, I'm only in for like the stuff that kind of looks a bit different and looks a bit new, yeah. rather than the same Marvel stuff they've been producing for the past ten years. Yeah, that's fair. But, but yeah. Um, I mean, the, the biggest thing for me with this Marvel announcement is, I don't know if you remember, we spoke about this on the pod. I was very, to use a word earlier, disenchanted with, <laughs> um, with, with, with Marvel. I was very much, I was very clocked out. I was very not particularly interested in the next phase of movies, mm-hmm. the next phase of Marvel at all. And I've gone from like having, you know, I'll, I'll watch them, but I'm not particularly bothered to then this announcement. And I'm like, I'm straight back on the train. I'm like, <laughs> like give me everything. I'm like, I will consume it all. <laughs> I'm a good consumer. Um, but yeah, so that's quite a crazy turnaround. And I'm very surprised that it, it, it's, it's such a bombshell. And there's so much here that mm-hmm. I just think, it's hard for someone who loves comic books, especially who's grown up with Marvel comic books and Marvel animated series. It's hard to not see all of this and not go, Oh wow, this is awesome. I can't wait to watch everything. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, do you, do you guys have any closing thoughts before we move on to Star Wars? Well, no, we can't use that term. That's copyright for <laughs> the it? end of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Would anybody yeah. like to round yeah, but... off this? This round part, off oh, yeah yeah nah, <laughs> nah. i mean I, I there's gonna be a lot in there that i will definitely check out regardless of whether or not i've got much hype about them I, i'm interested definitely to see what they do with all these things and this yeah i think overall it was pretty positive mm-hmm. do you know what that was bradley it was just me having enough and being like i'm preemptively ending the show <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> get forth, boys we're done <laughs> forget the rest of the announcements <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay well let's move on to star wars and lucasfilm so, I, I I mean, to be fair, talk about milking it. I love Star Wars, <laughs> but I'd say the <laughs> argument could be made more for milking here. Oh, I'm ready to talk about milking here. <laughs> um, but I'll go through all the announcements. So, new Star Wars movie, Rogue Squadron. Very, very cool. Um, two spin-offs from The Mandalorian, Rangers of the New Republic series, and an Ahsoka Tano series. Um, we've also got a Cassian Andor series. He was one of the rebels from Rogue One. 
Hmm. We've got an Obi Wan series, very exciting. We have a series called The Acolyte, which is set during. Do you remember we talked about the High Republic era? They're sort of doing. Mm-hmm. It's set in that, and it follows a evil Sith user, which is quite different. That's kind of cool. Um, we've got a Lando series. Um, we have a. We have this is my favorite. I'm so excited. We have the Bad Batch series, which is basically an unofficial sequel to the Clone Wars, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about. It. Um, and then also we have a anime Star Wars series called Star Wars Visions, which is cool. And the last bit, which is not Star Wars, but it's still Lucasfilm news, is that we had confirmation that uh, they are in pre-production for indiana jones 5 yeah no, the way, yeah that's just in there just well it's lucasfilm as well isn't it it's get rid it's... of it i'm not interested in that <laughs> oh what in indy indiana 5 oh come on after the last uh, one uh, harrison you know ford's what? too old right exactly. so, too old. so hang on so hang i love on. him this, but he's too this old. Just, i'm glad we're talking about this one now because i feel like this needs to come out get it out of the way it so it was so cut off from the rest of the announcements but i need to say this really so is this a, a a remake or is this Harrison Ford again? This is Harrison Ford. This is the fifth one. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I'm out. He's like, too old. Redo it. He, what, you know, like Indiana Jones. Get a nice so fresh so actor. Weird. Get like I'm Timothy Chalamet. So yeah, well, I actually believed it was a like a remake, like a reboot, and I was oh, like, Timothy would be quite it. good actually. See, yeah, see, just but, get him in, just cut the five off. Indiana Jones, boom, new like, rebooted franchise. Well, why don't you do? I, I, I'm a big fan of this. There's a, there's a fan theory about a reboot that I'm a, such a huge fan of. This idea that you know he was quite promiscuous and he had lots of girlfriends. Yeah, there's this idea of um, them doing a reboot with his bastards. <laughs> and you can you can bring back Sheila Booth. You can you can bring in someone else and bring in Chris Pratt as well, who wanted the role, and just have them all be as like bastard children who go on like adventures. <laughs> I think that's amazing. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I just uh, do you know what? I, I've actually been so let down by that because <laughs> I so sad. I, well, do you know what it was? I said I was telling my mum about this the other day about all these announcements, right? And I said about Indiana Jones, and she went, "Oh my god, really?" I went, "Yeah," and she went. But surely that's going to be like a, a remake, like, you know, with a, a new young Indiana Jones, you know, and a whole new spin on the series, like on the franchise. But I went, oh, yeah, it has to be. Harrison Ford, there's no way he's doing another one. And, I, and now I'm just even more disappointed because, like, he's too old to be Indiana Jones. And it's like, you know, like Brady said, after the last one, what, it's just, oh, I'm just disappointed now. <laughs> I'm going to end the show there for me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys and thoughts, I'm sad. It's too much. Can't do the game awards. <laughs> they could have. They could have had such a good go of making like a new whole take on you know, like taking the the core essentials of Indiana Jones and putting a new young actor in that and having someone give it a, a bit more of a modern go at that. Like I, I was really excited for that. Um, yeah, and 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 the Ford, concept. I don't need to see again. Yeah, and the concept art of Chris Pratt with the costume on and the hat. He looks really good. Oh yeah, that fits him completely. His style. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, I'm glad we got that one out of the way first. Yeah, done. Time. Move it aside. Star Wars time. I think I'm going to jump into something that I can barely contain my excitement about, and that's yeah. the bad. The most the, bizarrely, the thing that made me most excited was the Bad Batch series that's been announced. 
Yeah, but you, you two had already, like when I saw that, I was, because again, I was following the little breadcrumbs of, of announcements <laughs> without knowing that this had happened. And that was one of the things I came across. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Chris and Jack. And then you I, went, I you and went, then well, literally, I, in the news. yeah, and I literally got a text like, <laughs> like, you know, moments later, just of you two. And like, I'd only heard about it from you two um, on the podcast. And even then I watched it and I was like, to be fair, it does look good. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't believe how good it looks because when it was announced, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's exciting. But you know, it's a spin-off. And then literally it's such a tell when it ends and it literally says clone wars and then it burns away to say bad batch, like the logo. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. this is, and Dave Filoni said, you know, this is, this is basically another season of the Clone Wars. It's basically yeah. Clone Wars ends Order 66 and this picks up straight in the rise of the Empire. It's a time period that Disney haven't really dived into. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be tough. These are these commando clones and it's their struggle in this Empire. And from all sounds of things, it's a very morally grey, um, crazy adventure. The action, the animation is stunning. And the action in this trailer, I was watching it and I was like, whoa, I'm so... Like, it's got Clone Wars styles battles, which I assume is the clones you know, enforcing the Galactic Empire on the galaxy, which again is going to be heartbreaking because I love the clones and they're these very sympathetic characters that fight so hard for a Republic. And then these chips in their head force them to build an empire. Hmm. And it's like, ah, oh, like it's so they're these, these, you know, these, these great heroes who become these slaves and it's just tragic. And I just think it's such a cool time period. There's so much opportunity, but also it still feels very Star Wars. Like there's bits, mm -hmm. there's crazy battles, there's crazy actions, but then there's that bit that's quite fun where he's like inside a Sarlacc pit and he's like crawling up and the creature's trying to grab him with the vines. And I'm like, this is still very like, even though it's taking a darker story, it's trying to be more morally grey. It still yeah. has elements of that fun, that it's Star Wars, let's just have this fun fantasy story, despite it being quite grim, mm -hmm. you know. And that's a tough balance, but just from that trailer i watched it and i've watched it like six times and every time i'm blown away i just i just can't wait for this series man yeah i mean yeah i'm there was there was a lot of stuff i was stuff to take in here so i um, I, I was really excited about that uh, the bad batch series i mean you know it's like you say bradley it's kind of you are a little bit out of the loop because of not watching the clone wars which we mm -hmm. still haven't done and i don't have to ask um, <laughs> so um, and you if, would if love you had the all, clone wars and if you, yeah, oh, no, and if I'm he had getting around it, to things <laughs> and if he had have watched it hang on did you just say you're getting around to things yes i'm doing Can I, i'm gonna call you out right bit. now did i what? see you playing assassin's creed valhalla the other day to get out of a restricted area get to a save <laughs> literally I like, was but like, just before we started this i was like hang on i swear he doesn't like committing to a new game until he's like cleared out the other list of things he has to do and i'm like and he's just no no, but the, no the, the video like the series and videos and stuff are an evening thing we always right. watch stuff in the evening and we've got okay. like backlog so we're currently okay. on blood of zeus oh yeah exactly oh, yeah. so that jumped the list over everything no no no. but i'd had. already wanted that i so I'd like... sent a recommendation because i watched it i watched one episode then i didn't watch any more and then literally sunday i watched the entire show 
Wow. <laughs> to be fair, we will finish it tonight. Um, wow. They're quite bite-sized. Really, They're like 20-minute episodes. Yeah, so we do like we we were doing it like yesterday and today. We're doing like four a night. Um, anyway. I can't wait to talk about that. Just as an aside. <laughs> back, back to the back to the the matter at hand. For me, um, I'm really excited about loads of this Star Wars news. Um, uh, and Star Wars may be milking it, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> for me, I, anything like, for example, anything spin-off of Mandalorian, I I'm excited for. Instantly. And you've got two. That's also on the list. Yeah, because the Mandalorian is just uh, incredible, and I'm really excited to see the Ahsoka series. And that's because her character, I feel like, I feel like to a lot of people, and Chris, you may agree, I feel like to a lot of people, you don't appreciate the character unless you've seen Clone Wars. Yeah, because I, she's I, not I, really a big character anyway, is she? Otherwise, yeah. I mean, so, to, to be fair, I haven't seen Mandalorian season two, no. but I've heard from a lot of people, and a lot of people <laughs> have said Mandalorian, Mandalorian season two ties so heavily into Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, mainly yeah. Star Wars Rebels, that mm. you can watch it without those series, but, but people who have watched those feel very rewarded. Yeah. and understand yeah. certain aspects a bit more than mm-hmm. other viewers. And I yeah. really like that. I feel like that's yeah. quite a nice reward. Yeah, so that, 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 those are instantly uh, attract me because obviously they're a spin-off of Mandalorian and I love the Mandalorian. It's one of my favourite things at the minute. Um, and then the only the one that I have to just, I have to, Obi-Wan, the series, that's just... Mm-hmm. That it's is. so hype. It's, I know. And, and, and so did you see what? Just you and did you see what Ewan said as well? That was so absolutely like heart heartwarming yeah, about the the most uh, blessed thing about the show is being reunited with um, Hayden Christensen. Yeah, yeah. Thought, literally, he said that was the best thing about doing. He said it was a beautiful thing that he was the thing he was most excited about in this show was getting to reconnect with Hayden Christensen and, re-explo- yeah. and re-exploring their bond on and off screen. Um, and it made <laughs> them, and it made them both. Moments. Yeah. And it made them both really happy apparently. And I just put, and I'm going to use, use our, our F bomb for the show. Ah, oh, that's fucking cute. <laughs> I don't care what that's, you say. That's where you use the swear. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. used this swear word, and I think you've used it perfectly, to be honest. Because it yeah, is, I mean, it's amazing. To, to anyone listening, this is an R-rated show. Like, with its explicit, <laughs> we just but we try not to swear, but yeah. we try not to swear just because we, when we first started, we went, should we just see how, how we like? We we've like set ourselves a challenge, basically, to not be swearing every. Five this is minutes. probably the longest period of time per week that I don't I go without swearing. So <laughs> you two <laughs> potty like mouths, yeah, um, <laughs> you disgust me. Oh, yeah, I think so, I'm the worst culprit for dropping a bomb in an emotional speech. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no. So I'm really excited about that series, and I I think this will be great. And yeah, it is cute. You got you got to love it. Hmm. Yeah. Bradley, and, any thoughts? Yeah, no, I mean, I, when I first heard about Ewan McGregor repri- reprising... That was really nice to hear. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, but that's what I mean, because it's been in, like, talks for ages, but... You I know. love it. Exactly. It's just like, ah, oh, that, that'd be the thing I'd look forward to most on this list, but uh, I saw the trailer for Andor. <laughs> just, just quickly, before, before we go on to that, I, I just want to quickly mention the Obi-Wan series. Yeah. There is one aspect I'm slightly worried about for it, Go on. Um, and that is 10 years after Revenge of the Sith <laughs> and it's being billed as the rematch of the century um, with, you know, Hayden Christensen as Vader versus 
Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi. And as much as the little Revenge of the Sith fanboy in me is like, yes, rematch, fight, and thinks this is amazing. <laughs> there's also this little part in my continuities that's like, but they don't see each other again until <laughs> New Hope. And yeah. then it's this really emotional moment where he's like, ah, oh, the learner has now become the master. And he's like, only a master of evil, Darth. And then <laughs> they have that sword fight, and and it's like so sword fight, so well, lightsaber fight. So, so this will, um, how about you, you scallywag? It, is, it does look like that. If you watch the Practices. choreograph, that is yeah. kind of what they do. They are fencing. They're just like yeah, Ugh. they are. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, but that for me, I was like, like as much as that makes my blood boiling, I'm like, oh, that that'd be so cool, and they can do this awesome fight sequence. I'm also like, this completely makes no sense in the continuity for New Hope. Mm-hmm. And it kind of completely ruins that moment. <laughs> that moment, yeah, because <laughs> in that moment, it's not so special when they reunite. Yeah. Um, can I, just quickly, are we are we going to take take place your bets now? Are we saying that this, if they do have this epic rematch showdown, monster truck slam, um, are we <laughs> saying that the lightsaber fighting is going to be more in the style of Revenge of the Sith or yeah, more like yeah. A New Hope? Uh, it's going to be. I think it's going to be more wild, more. Like, um, like imagine if it was and then, old and then, Kenobi, like, <laughs> like doing like what he does in Revenge of the Sith. But, though, like, but then they've also got to explain. They've got to explain why he's so still acrobatic and like fearsome <laughs> and powerful. And then yeah. literally like two or four years later, when A New Hope happens, he's like, "Oh, my back." <laughs> I can no longer do this. <laughs> just about, just about fight anyone. Stand up straight. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, have you ever seen the fat quickly the the fan edits yeah, of the I Vader have. versus yeah, um, Obi Wan fight? Yeah, have you I ever seen? No. Oh, Bradley! Oh, God, Bradley, you're missing. You out. would love it. I'll, I'll send it to you. It's so well done. He literally, he he, he's all see. Well, it's all actors and CGI, but they mm-hmm. cut in the original movie scenes with this basically like they they filmed it with they made their own seat they just filmed this own thing and it's a bit dodgy at times because they've kind of got um yeah uh they kind of got the old i'm blanking on his name for one minute it's really annoying me but the old obi-wan actor they've kind of got his face like photoshopped onto their young actor um (laughs) so so at times you're like oh god but the action and the way it's filmed you're like this is how i feel this fight if they'd done it like mm-hmm. would have gone you know he's yeah. this old man but maybe for five minutes he can just like use the force and break out into this mad like but um, it's like it's, it's done in a way as well this clip where it's like although there's a, it's a lot more of a cool action scene it's, it's not more ridiculous prequels. it's not like yeah, but it's not like ridiculous he's not he's doing like, he's flips not every flips. two seconds <laughs> yeah. and <Right>. the <laughs> anger when vader strikes with his lightsaber it feels yeah. like force unleashed where yeah. he's literally like sm- slamming these blood, like he's not so much acrobatic; he's just pure rage power. and power. Yeah, rage. And you yeah. really feel it in this in this fan edit, and you're like, "Oh Jesus!" But yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> Thank um, you, Bradley. Proceed, Andor. Just why? That's like literally. <laughs> I'm watching it, and I'm like, "Yeah, Cassian Andor was a cool character, like you know." And I good remembered actor. him and everything. I and like he is Diego a really good actor. Exactly, and he is a really good actor. But I was just like why who asked for this who was sitting there and going oh please i want to see <laughs> cassian andor like oh please like, it, it, why i uh, this is the milking it's you know it's just like <laughs> nobody asked for it it could be really good but surely we could have just like 
you know, had a new thing or given us a premise for having it rather than... Yeah, I mean, I do quite like the idea of this grey rebel agent who is... Because it's, it's from the director of the Bourne movies. So they've talked about how they're taking this Star Wars sp- spy sort of thriller. And I'm kind of like, as much as I'm still like, oh, why? At the same time, I'm like, I feel like that is quite a cool concept, though. Like a spy agent in Star Wars. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Have we got any more we want to talk about? No, again, I'm just like, there's a lot in there, but I'm just really excited overall for um, Star Wars to just continue. Because yeah. I feel like as much as we all go, you know, oh, why did they do this? Why did they do that? And, you know, they do make some terrible decisions mm. sometimes. Um, but Oh, this is this has restored so much faith. In, it has in yeah. Disney for me, and because I feel like, because I feel like, uh, uh, as of currently before this, I feel like the Mandalorian was really just keeping it going for me. Yeah, I, I feel like it holds it holds that world together, that universe together so well. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited for more Mandalorian spin-off stuff because yeah. the Mandalorian's beautiful. Yeah, and the last thing um, <laughs> I'll sort of touch on before we move away, I wanted to quickly talk about the um, anime series, the, the Star Wars Visions. Mm-hmm. So when I saw this announcement, I I love anthology series. I, I think they're great. I love it where it's just like, hey, here's a self-contained story within the universe. And Star Wars is such a great setting for an anthology series where you yeah. can do anything. You can tell a Sith Lord's origin story. You can tell a, a random clone story. You can tell a random... Re- you can do literally anything within the timeline. And it, I think anthology series are amazing. And immediately, do you know what I thought of when this was announced? I thought us. of Halo Legends. So did you guys ever watch Halo Legends? Mm, I, I have never watched it properly, but I'm, I've seen bits and uh, heard of. Yeah. Bradley? No, I have never. I, uh, I've heard of it. I watched so- Nightfall. But that was live action. No, that was live action. <laughs> so, so Halo, so you might have seen, do you know, it, it was like, um, they did release them for free on the Xbox years ago. There's one like Babysitter where it's like a Spartan protecting a group of ODSTs and it's a female Spartan. I don't know if you, that rings any bells, Bradley? No, no, I okay. don't think I watched it. Well, basically it's a, a series of anthology anime episodes about Star Wars. And, and you know, it's funny. I talk about anime, I talk about Dragon Ball Z. I'm not a big anime fan. I don't really like it that much, apart from my Dragon Ball Z um, and, you know, Blood of Zeus, which we'll talk about on another episode. Um, I'm not, you know, it's not particularly something I'm massively into, but every now and then I watch one and I'm like, wow, this is so good. And Halo Legends was amazing. It was, I think it was like even nine or 10 stories and each episode is a different animator, a different style of anime. And it was a self-contained story. And Halo Legends is some of my favorite Halo content ever made. Like it's that. Really? Yeah. It's that ever. good to me. Yeah. Literally. Oh God. Like I, cause I love the lore of Halo. I, I'm, I, I, I'm a deep dive guy. Like you could ask me about Halo. I, I've, you know, lived in that universe in my brain for years and years and years. I know far too much about Halo than I possibly should. Um, Mm. And that series, for someone who's a big fan of that universe, that world building, you would absolutely love it because there's there's something for everyone. There's an episode on why the Arbiter went from the best military rank in the Covenant to a badge of shame. 
and it's like a weird like ronin samurai story with the uh, arbiter who goes against the covenant and and then there's one the babysitter like i mentioned and they're all different art styles but oh, they're that's just cool. they're just all really cool little snippet stories within halo and each one i watch and i'm like oh they're just i i, I rewatch it every now and then i've got it on dvd on blu-ray and i've had it for years and every now and then i get an urge just to rewatch it and the first episode as well is the 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 forerunners versus the flood it's um cortana talking about what the humans know of the war from the um installations and mm-hmm. she talks it through and it's set in between halo 3 and halo 4 when they're dr- adrift in space it's beautiful it's just it's such a good series and immediately i thought of that and i was like if they do that for star wars I am so on board and I think I will absolutely adore this series. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, yeah I agree. And also, um, Bradley, watch Halo Legends. <laughs> Not more. Well, no. I think you'll love it. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that was all of the announcements from the Disney investor meeting. I mean, if you wanted us to have gone into it in more detail, that's fine. But we're not going to do that because we would have yeah. been here forever. We, I mean, you know, um, I'm sure as time goes on, these topics that we didn't talk about are going to yeah, pop sure. up in the news. So I'm, we know we'll, we will talk about this stuff at some point. But we just went for it all. We've listed off what they were and we sort of delved into the, the parts we really wanted to talk about. Um, and I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope that informed people about what's coming, what's out there and got some of you excited for certain series or got a lot of you of your pitchforks out going, they're milking my franchises. Or, or <laughs> when you found out that Harrison Ford was coming back to Indiana Jones again. 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 <laughs> again. <laughs> oh God. Oh no. And yeah, that's all I have to say on that. Looks rough enough in Star Wars. Oh, I love Harrison Ford. No, I'm sorry. I love Harrison Ford. I do. I love him. But, but, and I'm not saying he shouldn't have been in the Star Wars. Of course he should. But, I mean, I'm just saying. When was the Force Awakens? Uh, ages ago. <laughs> yeah, and he looked rough. Yeah, let alone whenever this film releases. Oh, the man! Just... The man's like 79 yeah, or something exactly, now. Like. Exactly. What's he going to be doing? Swinging from that rope and stuff at 79, at like 84 years old. <laughs> like you know the, you know the thing. Well, they have said this will be his last one. They just have to like. They just have to match the pace of the music to him. <laughs> I, I did like that they were like, "This will be his last one," and I was thinking, "Yeah, because yeah, you can't have him be like eighty-six or like this man's gonna be like his deathbed and still like, you know, still trying to do them solve solve mysteries. Oh God, look for lost artifacts. Okay. Yeah. So that was our our little uh, our Disney investors meeting segment. Uh, we'll move on to the second part of our special episode. And we're going to talk about the other huge, um, you know, thing that happened within, you know, the, the, the sort of geek world. And that's the Game Awards 2020. Yay, this is more math style. I have this some, is what Bradley's been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to be really, really interested in your uh-huh. guys' opinions. Um, so how do you want, do you want to... So, so, so I'll, I'll list off the awards and what won what. Yeah. 
and then yeah. um we'll and then that. why don't we have just a general discussion about all of it yeah um yeah. i I've, I've left i've put some notes there for the, the yeah, general yeah. discussion people are having around it and we can if we agree or disagree yeah that's sort of where we're going to weigh in and then afterwards we'll finish off by talking about the reveals announcements yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, I'll go for it quickly. So the overall game of the year mm-hmm. is The Last of Us 2. Mm. For narrative, it is also The Last of Us 2. Mm. Winner <laughs> of best esports game is League of Legends, That's which fair. I think yeah. is fair. Art direction, Ghost of Tsushima. Woo. Ongoing game, No Man's Sky. Yeah, that that's warranted though. Yeah, I mean, I've got it. Um, and they've supported it so well. They brought it back from the brink. But I was just surprised that it wasn't like Fortnite or Apex. Like just just from like a like popularity. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah but that's what I mean. I think it's because they brought it back from the brink. Um, yeah, that they've done such a like amazing job yeah. with it. But um, I'm just surprised the others just that just continued to kind of yeah. be it's good whereas this has gone from being a critically slaughtered good, yeah, game yeah. to to something that's now actually really successful mm. continue so community <laughs> support <laughs> was full guys yeah okay see that so i can't really talk much on that but they, they seem to really care about their community so fair play yeah i mean i i can only i i, I have full guys but i would say more because i've seen like if you even if you just look at like full guys's twitter page they're they're all all over it helping people out with anything and like they're all over you know getting in touch and things like that so mm-hmm. yeah so I, well I, deserved I, yeah um audio design mm-hmm. the last of us two <laughs> <laughs> what is go- doom doom was robbed here absolutely yeah. robbed but yeah. anyway we'll, we'll talk about this yeah, mm. yeah um especially in audio design jesus anyway <laughs> we'll action it. adventure is the also last the last of us part two yeah. <laughs> um and uh, just quickly as an aside i will say many people have said the fact that jedi fallen order seems to have been mm-hmm. snubbed two years in a row yeah fallen order kind of deserved this one in my eyes yeah. but anyway um we'll move into role-playing game that is final fantasy i think it's uh seven um, seven yes yeah, seven yep. remake <laughs> uh, roman numerals for a minute i was like oh my brain i knew there was hieroglyphics in here somewhere. <laughs> um <laughs> anticipated game is elden ring woo! <laughs> which i knew bradley was gonna was gonna woo at yeah. Um, and I saw a lot of people go, oh, I can't believe this beat God of War Ragnarok. No, who but, cares uh, about that? This is, <laughs> this is from software's next game. Like, th- it's it's, the thing is, Bradley. No, no, it's still set in like a fantasy yeah. setting. But the thing is, is because it's from software, there's this huge following already. Oh, um, yeah. Because of, of Souls Likes being like, a, you know, huge They're thing. Huge now. games. And it's the fact we have nothing. We have one trailer and it's like this weird CG trailer. And there's like a whole Reddit just dedicated to it. And it's just people posting about like how we still have no news. And it's actually hilarious. <laughs> it's just them just like, up, oh, still nothing today. I love that the <laughs> game awards we'll were like, it. we know nothing. So we're just like, yeah, just exactly. Just, just and people just want it. Um, and the other thing is that they're doing it like from software with George R. R. Martin on it. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So okay. Like, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. I, but that, that was the, the other thing. But from software is the main event. <laughs> I'm going to get Souls-like gameplay. <laughs> That's um, what matters. 
then we've got multiplayer game, which is Among yeah. Us. That makes sense. That, think, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's fair, but I also yeah. kind of think that was technically a two-year-old game. Um, yeah, that's a good point, actually. It's kind of like, how it's do just, you... Yeah. Is that fair? Just is because that, it made yeah. it's... Just because it's popular. Yeah, it's popular yeah. now, I mean, yeah. it's a great... It's It definitely deserves it. I, 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 mm. I agree. But, I just... But, in this year yeah but yeah, it didn't release mean. this year no. <laughs> um and then we've got independent game which goes to hades yeah which yeah. is uh from what i've heard, and just a quick shout out i have to mention i was in the gym yesterday and uh do you guys remember well jack will george taylor yeah of course they do yeah, yeah he came over to me really upset because he's a friend of the pod he listens to the pod and he said to me, I was listening to your podcast when Bradley did his Hades review. And I was really upset with you, Chris, because I was talking to you in the gym a couple of weeks back and I told you to play Hades and I told you <laughs> you'd love Hades. And he said he was sitting there waiting for his shout out on the podcast. And he didn't get one. To go, yeah, George told me. Oh, George. <laughs> and he was, he was very upset. So there's your shout out, George. And I'm there you like, go, George. I don't know you, but I'm glad you also enjoy Hades. <laughs> <laughs> um so then we've got uh family, family game. game and that's animal crossing new horizons yeah, i said it would be though before it was that was an easy win which is very fair um vr game is half-life alex mm-hmm. yeah i've seen again, that i've not played it but i've seen it it's again phenomenal. it was an easy win yeah. Yeah. yeah it broke broke grounds for vr games really. yeah it did yeah action game is Hades again? Yeah, I, I just love what you've written in that. I know, I know, that Brad, I know that Bradley's just been voting over and over. And <laughs> I actually didn't vote because I found out a lot of the vote is just impacted by the critic vote. Oh, we will talk right. about that. We so, will. So I, I was <laughs> like, ah, there's no point in me voting. I, I was too. I love how we I told everyone to vote as well. Yeah, on our, on I, know, I feel like such a hypocrite. I was like, oh, vote, you know, why not? And then I was like, I literally went to do it after that. And I was like, oh, this is too much effort. I ain't going to vote. Um, but yeah, I just love what you've written here, Chris. It's <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> Can I read it out? Yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> so he's written, I respect Hades and want to play it, but they already won an award and it would have been nice to do Returnal. That's so cute. <laughs> it's the fact that he's mentioned doing more than once throughout this year. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll the, we'll not, I'm not bitter, <laughs> not bitter at all. Keep going, um, we'll already won. <laughs> so Games for Games Impact, Impact. Uh, is Tell Me Why, which is actually on um, Game Pass. And yeah, so, so I, this one, that. yeah, so this one, I, I, Games for Impact, so I'm not sure, is that, is that is what, exactly what it says on the tip? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, that's the like, award. Impactful in terms of normally it will have some sort of um, like Im- story impact or societal the kind reason, of impact. Well, the reason I say I'm 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 a bit confused by that one is only because um, I actually told my mum to get it because she was looking for a game that was easy to play and a game that's just kind of like a you know a story walkthrough sort of thing. And I right. said to her, get it, um, and she I. I she has Game Pass, so I said, get it and just try it and see if you like it. And she's played like two of the three chapters, and she said it's really dull. Like, she uh, said it, which yeah, but she you know what critics are like. Yeah, well, she said, she said, it's, don't get me wrong, she feels obligated to complete it. Now. It's <laughs> clearly a fine art that she doesn't, yeah, you know, no, because like, can't, you know, can't her, comprehend. Yeah, it's one of their games, obviously, that yeah, you you feel obligated to complete. I mean, it I'll give it a go. And I'll, to be I'll fair, I'm pretty well. sure it's made by Don't Nod, who made Life is Strange. Yes, hmm. it is. So 
that I did like Life is Strange. I thought that was really good. So I've heard maybe it's... my mum just doesn't get it. Anyway, exactly. she doesn't understand. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know what I've put for games for impact though? Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> Last of Us didn't win yeah. this. Didn't get another one. <laughs> I'm so surprised. I've just um, realised that the next one. Go on, go on the next one. I'll say. Okay, so performance, but I will say I think this is very fair. I yeah. think this is spot on. Um, yeah. Laura Bailey as Abby, mm-hmm. and despite what you think of the character, despite I think there's a bad taste in the mouth because yeah. of her introduction and the the impact she has in the story but mm-hmm. that said the performance is good and from what i've seen she's really really good in the role yeah. she's just not a nice character <laughs> no no and i think and people I, hate her but it's like but, it's not a bad performance no but this is what i'm saying is that i actually i think it's deserved because i think if if you watch any tv show film anything like that oh she's amazing hate, if you hate a character like i have no idea fiber, who abby is she's in last of us too that's what i was about to say no that's, that's what i mean but like, oh okay, yeah so, no i knew that i, but, I knew it was last and, of us too, but and, i have no idea laura but, bailey's amazing but you're she, making it out so i'm assuming abby is a villain in it she's yeah uh, but, well, we won't talk about it we'll let okay. you play it but basically, the, what point I was going to make is that in any TV show, film, game you ever play, if you really feel fi- every fibre hate a, play, a character, it just means they're good at acting. It just means oh, they're yes. convincing. Uh, they're and, convincing. And, they a, and a lot of that is not... Yeah, a lot of that is personal preference on the way the story yeah. went. It's yeah, not... Yeah. It, it, you... It, it's not designed for you to hate her. It's actually designed for you to be sympathetic towards her, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, but but I understand why people think this is quite controversial and I know a lot of people are very upset that the actor from Ghost of Tsushima didn't win an award for his performance um, because mm. I, I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima, but I, I what would you to... say, Jack? You're the big ghost fan. Yeah, do you know what? I would, I know, I would disagree. Do you know, I, I'm not telling you, I've been, mean, I very, very, uh, it's not very often I say anything negative about this game, but I, I didn't think he of all the things to love about that game i didn't think he was overall that that convincing okay Um, uh, so i I mean don't get me wrong all credit to him i feel like he did a great job but i didn't sit there and think wow like he's like i think it was the japanese um oh maybe yeah oh you played the english dub yeah the english dub yeah so maybe but yeah okay that might be why um but but i will say you know laura bailey uh, she deserves this award even just yeah. for her cata- like catalogue of, of characters. <laughs> yeah. her, she yeah. has so many fantastic characters and she has such a good range. I can mm-hmm. literally go through through my head the amount of characters she's played that I love. She's even mm. Trunks from Dragon Ball Z, one of the little kids. I didn't realise that till the other yeah. day. And I was like, what? <laughs> Sorry, keep breathing down because I can, there's Doom Eternal mentioned again, but I'm going to laugh in a minute and I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. Chris? So score slash soundtrack. <laughs> and the winner of this, um, again, is it's the second award it's won. It's Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Right. Um, make your point, Chris. And so, so, I, so I went away, to be fair. I, I went away. I listened to the soundtrack. <laughs> and I was not overly impressed. I sort of, because I, I, you know, it's hard to listen to a soundtrack and not, you have to play a game and have the soundtrack at the same time to get the, the real experience yeah. of that soundtrack, right? Agreed. So 
so objectively probably it's not fair because i haven't experienced it the way it's meant to be experienced Mm -hmm. but for me this is just such a snub against doom what (laughs) the earth is going on like have the critics lost their minds this is the most atmospheric game the music is i just i can't believe it i can't Mm. either this doom should have won at least audio or soundtrack like yeah i i I agree or action game my god what they didn't win anything i I feel like it definitely deserved one of the soundtrack and every time they had all the people were nominated on like on the screen you know all the nominees and every time the doom guy who he's a really nice guy i really like the director at id software he comes across really well he's really funny and he looked so upset he looked Aww. so sad every time. And I literally was like, you couldn't even give him one. Just one award. <laughs> you give The Last of Us like six awards and you couldn't even give Doom one. No, but I definitely deserve anyway. one of the music ones. Go, go on again, because anyway. that wasn't what made me laugh. Go on, I'll tell you what made me laugh. Um, so studio or slash game direction. And mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about this in our discussion because there's a bit of a controversy over this. Um, and that was given to Naughty Dog for The Last yeah. of Us 2. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into to why some people are quite upset about that later. Mm-hmm. But um, next. the next one is innovation in accessibility. And uh, also, what yeah. the hell does that mean? Um, yeah. And the winner is The Last of Us yeah, That's what made me laugh so much. <laughs> that made me laugh so much. I, I, I don't understand. What is this award? You, you, so normally you put in brackets, what does this even mean? Ha <laughs> ha. Normally, I would assume it means that they're making the game available to like a wider audience to maybe someone yeah, who's who, accessible. To well, it's yeah. PlayStation only, so me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so this, this is what I don't get. Why? What have the Last of Us Two done? Like that accounts for you know it's people just, with disability. It's an upgrade on like it's an upgrade on the first game. So so even if it's innovation in game design, Last of Us Two is just Last of Us One but like modernized. That's what I mean. It's There's not no like a big leap. Is it got like loads of colorblind options and because that's no, what I would see it as. I, I think it's because they have a trans person in the game. I think that's actually. Uh, oh. Uh, I think maybe. because it's accessible in this idea that it has it a is, character so, that yeah. is a girl that identifies as a boy. I think that's all it comes down to. But right. I am confused by this because I, I've got nothing against that. That's fine. But innovation to me is game design is yeah. improving is bringing i don't know i just feel like this award is gobble okay speech. okay so i have the the definition from the game awards of what what they class this award as so it's recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features technology and content to help games be played and enjoyed even by a wider audience so it is what i said and i have no idea how that fits what? that I just, how, how have they done they just want to give another award to last of us yeah. it was just the it cherry on like top because like... the one i would have given it to um is valhalla instantly because when you go into valhalla yeah, okay that's you, you that's get, not a bad shout you get the uh the text to speech uh, like as already on and you turn it off and i said oh, i left that mine is, on actually the, you left text to speech on. yeah i quite like it <laughs> I don't know. I just quite like it. You have perfect theory. But anyway, it's the same, I mean, it's like, it's the what, same as what, like Dragon Age, though. That's on Dragon Age and stuff. What, what? Text to speech. 
Uh, are we talking about the same thing? No, uh, we're like a robot voice reads out the text uh, on the screen. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no. That wasn't on no. when I booted up. Oh, so when I, when I loaded up Valhalla on PC, it, it, it's already on. And I went, that's so smart. Ignore me, I'm being an idiot. Normally these things are off and they have to turn them on. And I was like, but they can't find it because they don't know how to navigate the menu. So I was like, so having it on and then instantly saying, do you want to turn it off? It's such a That's smart cool. idea because, yeah. because otherwise there's no way for them to turn it on. And I was like, so instantly when I see this category, I'm like, surely Valhalla would win it because that's really nice of them so that when they load up the game, they can instantly um, have text to speech on so that it's reading out everything on the screen. And no, for some reason, Last of Us is like, yep, we'll just take another reward, please. Yeah, it's like, so bizarre. Maybe like they say, have something like that. I don't it know. It I probably would have been it. quite nice for um, Valhalla to 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 get some sort of recognition. Yeah, um, exactly. Because I know, I know, you know. Okay, and they have I, loads of colorblind options in Valhalla, yeah. which was which was cool. But like, I don't use any of them. I just I don't see what The Last of Us could have done that was better than that. Because I have not heard anything from. It, it's from just the, the critics doing their victory dance, isn't it? This yeah, is what pretty it is. much. This is pretty much. We're right. You're wrong. Shut up. Consume. Shut up. Sit down. Let them have their awards. We're the critics. <laughs> um, but yeah, but we'll, we'll get onto that in our discussion. So. Um, what was the last one? The last, so there's a few more actually. Um, strategy game, which I'm kind of pissed about, because <laughs> I'm a huge strategy gamer. I love. I'm the only one on this podcast who loves strategy gaming, but I love it. It's I one don't of know, my I do favorite like some aspects. Strategy games. Yeah, but I, you know, Chris is definitely. Do you know what? Do, do you know what? Do you, do you want one strategy game? Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, that that's that, that makes sense though, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. It's a simulator. <laughs> it's a simulation. Because you clearly don't understand what's going on with these guys. What, what, what? Like, I love. I, I know strategy gaming is a niche, and it's a very small. Like, I mean, there's millions of people who are into it, but it's, it is a very small aspect of the gaming world, and it's yeah. not. It is is quite gatekeeping in that it's expensive to get into because you need a good PC for a lot of stuff, yeah, yeah, sure. and then and then the games themselves are very expensive. But I was looking at this, and the amount of good strategy games I've played this year that have come out that weren't even nominated, and I was just fuming. I was literally watching the game wars, and I was like, "This is a joke. This is shambles." You didn't even ask anyone who's ever played strategy games, have you? And then you just go, "Oh, Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator," <laughs> and I'm just like, "I was literally watching. I was like, this is a trap. This is. I mean, I know I'm upset about Doom, but as a strategy gamer, this is an insult to all strategy gamers out there." Yeah. It's because it's, <laughs> uh, it's because the, the award for some reason they throw it in together. Because I was also confused, like I wanted to know. So it is technically best sim slash strategy, no, even though they're very different they're genres. They're completely different. Yeah, but for some reason they awards. exactly they throw them in. So I see where you were annoyed, but to be fair, they are within their rights because they they threw them in together. Best stupid. sim slash strategy. Stupid, stupid. stupid. Turn based simulation. Okay. Or real-time simulation uh, carry, or strategy. Carry on, Chris, so, so that was all the awards. Gotcha. That was right. all. Right. We've listed them off. We've gone through them all. Now, should we get into a little bit of the general discussion? And yeah. we've had half of I it. Think, yeah, we <laughs> have, should we say the controversy? There... Yeah. So can can I? Can so I, do I we just like? I'd just like to start mm-hmm. quickly though by saying, none of us hate The Last of Us Two. I haven't no. played it. All I haven't of, played it. So I have watched a lot of it, um, just because I couldn't resist watching it. And <laughs> There's aspects that I I really like about it. There's aspects I really dislike about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think, you know, I, I feel like us three can't make a definitive 
is it bad or good because we haven't played no. it you need no. to play a game to really Experience make that it. judgment yeah, yeah. um but what i will say is for a game that controversial that really critics loved it but the fan base and people was, people yeah. throw it off as oh just trolls just this and that no i think this really split yeah. the last of us one fans down the middle yeah. people mm-hmm. either adored this and thought it was the best thing ever or people really were didn't. generally yeah. heartbroken mm-hmm. and for this to win so many awards it has just made the controversy surrounding that game even worse and has made the yeah. game awards feel like it's like picking sides and cre- helping to to wedge a yeah. bigger divide between critics yeah. and audience Mm-hmm. So, so for me, the, the biggest discussion I want to have, obviously, as probably guessed, uh, would be to do with Ghost of Tsushima. So me and Chris actually spoke about this very briefly um, straight after the awards. Uh, and that was that um, Ghost of Tsushima obviously got the art, best art direction, which fair enough, that is 100% deserved. Also but, got player choice. Player choice. Now, this is the one that we were a bit, bit confused and baffled by because surely we, we were talking about at first how if they got player's choice, then surely that should all round be the game of the year. Um, because you know, and it's also the game awards, it's, yeah, no um, gamers voted also, for it, <laughs> yeah. And also, as Chris rightly said, um, there's a lot of controversy around The Last of Us 2. Whereas, I'm pretty sure all across the board, the uh, Ghost of Tsushima was just loved and adored by everybody. It, it, it like, would have been yeah. a slam dunk that yeah. they could have easily done, and everyone would be like, Yeah, fair play, yeah, fair enough, yeah. And this is kind of the point. And, and you could still give really Last of Us like four awards. Yeah. You just don't give <laughs> yeah. it game of the year. And, and, and I'm <laughs> sure you could have managed to give Doom one somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, but this, is, this is the biggest thing because like you, you put some things in there, Chris, about the fact that uh, obviously it kind of makes it feel like if it's player's choice was Ghost of Tsushima, but yet Last of Us got all these other awards, including game of the year. Why? What's the point in voting? You know, if, if, do you yeah. know what I mean? Especially as Bradley said, it's a 90% split so 90 percent of the vote comes from a board of critics from yeah. the outlets yeah. and the votes from the public only count for 10 percent yeah well, exactly. sorry what's the point yeah yeah i don't i don't get like, it I, I mean i i understand wanting to give the outlets a, a voice i mm-hmm. get that but i'm thinking like a 60 40 not yeah. not a 90 10 what the hell <laughs> I am I, um, overall my, my discussion with, with the things I obviously go to Shuma. I'm glad it got art direction and players' choice. I think it's perfectly deserved for those. Um, and to be honest, there was quite a few awards in there, things that I have slash haven't played that I was in agreement with. I, I kind of agree that a lot of them um, were well deserved, but mm. I, I definitely disagree that I, I know Chris loves the game, but I am on Chris's side here. I do believe that either soundtrack or audio or something should have gone to Doom Eternal. I can't believe yeah, that, that, that that wasn't more deserving. I, than I 100% that. would have given it sound. The, yeah. the sound in that game is incredible. Oh, exactly. Phenomenal. The demon noises, the music. Mine's just the, the guns. When you fire the a gun, gun everything. you feel the power yeah. from yeah. the sound. The punches, <laughs> the ripping, the, the clawing, the, even the noise with the animations. Yeah, you exactly. rip something yeah. apart. It's so visceral. Uh, so, so it's, it's, I mean, most of the awards I was okay with. Um, that one, uh, that missing out was not, not so much. Um, obviously... Is there any big ones you want to talk about or, or do you want to have a quick discussion together about the whole uh, studio game direction? Naughty Dog thing. So uh, I'll just quickly say before we have that like that discussion, um, like I say, this needs to change for me. There needs to be a shake-up. This mm. is the Game Awards. It should be decided by players. the gamers, by yeah. the masses. Um, 
because that is who these games are made for. They're not made. Mm-hmm. Critics should have a have a voice. They should have a a big voice. Yes, but. It, this is just so stifling and it's like such like elitism it makes such and yeah. it, it makes more i don't like the fact that lots of people don't like the critics and i don't like how gaming seems to be moving towards hollywood where there's a disconnect between people that shouldn't be the way gaming is it's meant to be an inclusive a fun a where all disparate and like diverse voices are heard right and to me it, when you've just got this and a couple of the outlets to be fair i've talked about this this basically um what's the word like where where there's like a uh, I've, i'm blanking on it at the minute but you know when an echo chamber where you've got all these critics just talking about the last of us too and it just becomes this echo chamber where mm-hmm. they can't look at faults they can't look at negative and they can't even acknowledge certain criticism yeah, yeah. it's just oh this is great this is great this is great just yeah. this echo chamber and it just repeats and repeats and repeats and, and and like I say, this wasn't like a, oh, let's let's love and embrace the Game Wars. This was the critics taking a dunk on the people who hated The Last of Us, going, yeah. see, look, you're wrong. It's won six awards, including Game of the Year, you idiots. <laughs> and this level of like uppity elitism where they think their opinion is so much more important is just bad for the gaming industry. It's so toxic. Mm-hmm. It's unhealthy. And I I want the Game Awards to be somewhere where all gamers come and we talk and we get upset if our games don't win but at the end of the day we've had a say and and it's been fun i don't want this weird hollywood gatekeeping thing where the gaming elite tell us what we should and shouldn't love and yeah i yeah just it it needs an overhaul it needs a revamp it needs definitely some sort of bradley yeah it, it does seem um just unfair really <laughs> like i do get that the critics have to be more in a way because yeah. um especially what i said is that there's no um kind of way to stop spamming like a vote so yes. there needs to be a way to like to give us a bigger say that does need to be a way to do, to develop it in a way um that we can't just continues to make like google accounts <laughs> to add votes because we know that people will do that yeah, yeah like yeah. oh man lots of us two will win i will make it win and then or, just, like, or, or people you know of- going out of their way to make something ridiculous win you know like yeah exactly and so there does need to make sure like you know be a way to make sure that doesn't happen but yeah 90 10 again that's why i didn't end up voting i was at this point that's me voting i'm not getting a say really am i yeah and i think 60 40 is really reasonable because mm-hmm. they have they have a majority say, but we still have a um a, a strong voice, you know. We can yeah, still tip 100%. the balance. In... Not a ten percent. <laughs> oh, it's just a what a joke. <laughs> if, if we had though, say, Doom would have won something. Chris. Yeah, exactly. I think it would have hand yeah. hand and heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so we should we talk about this this sort of um controversy about the the um, game studio, the best direction from North yeah, yeah, go for it. So fairly so, I believe it was a Forbes article of all things mm-hmm. came out afterwards and actually said um, they feel like this award is very unfair because it's it's an award for best direction from the director of the company. And uh, the director who oversaw The Last of Us 2 was a guy called Neil Druckmann, who mm. within himself is a, is a very controversial figure in the gaming world, um, just because he's outspoken about his political beliefs. And, you know, we're not a, we're not a 
political podcast. I don't care what he thinks about. He's quite, I'm, you know, I'm these people, you have your thoughts, like you can spread whatever you want, but that, you know, when someone is that outspoken, it does create, um, you know, a, a backlash. So I do think he gets a lot of stuff unfairly just for his political opinions, but it, he's also created a lot of riffs from inside Naughty Dog. We had uh, Jason Strider, I think it was, who's a gaming journalist. He's detailed it all with Amy Hemmings, who was the head writer on um, most of Uncharted. And uh, we had huge stories of huge staff disputes with loads of staff before Last of Us 2 or halfway through Last of Us 2's production leaving in droves or being fired and kicked out because they didn't agree with Neil. Um, Some people disagreed with his direction. That is the rumour why Amy Hemmings got kicked off um, The Last of Us Part 2. She co-wrote Last of Us 1. She got kicked off because apparently she disagreed with Neil's story direction. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of aspects like that. And it just yeah. seems like a man who's got a lot of power in the company who kind of not abused, but, but, you know, pushed it to get his own way and got rid of yeah. people who disagreed with him. And there was a horrendous crunch. He forced people to do crunch and, uh, you know, crunch is big in gaming, but, but the naughty dog crunch was like specifically really bad. And he basically said to a lot of people, you know, where the door is, if you don't like crunch, you can piss off. Right. Which mm-hmm. I get it. There's a lot of that in gaming, but that's not really. It shouldn't really be acceptable. And for him to get best director when he treated people like that, when he forced crunch, when he got rid of anyone trying to de- derail his vision, it just feels a bit. I don't know. A, a bit weird to me. That doesn't feel like. I mean, you know, you, if you love the game, his direction made that great game. But at the same time, being a director is about leading people and being good and helping your studio to be the best they can be. And this guy pretty much, you know, not abused, but wouldn't exactly treat Naughty Dog nicely, you know, throughout the production, like the staff. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what you guys sort of think on that. Do you agree or do you think it should be no, more about no, the game direction. Within no, itself. I do agree. No, I, I agree. You know, I think it should be all, uh, all about that, to be honest. Uh, you know, it shouldn't just be about the games it's themselves, but, but about the company as a whole, you know, how, they, how they're running, how, you know, how it's, how it's all being done. So I, I, I do agree with Chris. No, yeah, I agree. Well, they have awards for things like direction and support and, and things that the developers actually do. That award specifically uh, was relating to the, the developers. So... I do think that should have been taken into account, but obviously the last of us two and anything related will win. Yeah. And, and especially considering I know so many great, like I, I quite like looking into companies and stuff and even everyone, I forget his name, but the director at, um, at uh, ID software, uh, is, it, is that right? ID software, the guys who make doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he is like an old school Doom fan, and he's a really he's like really sarcastic and quite funny. And I remember watching behind the scenes, and everyone like, oh, we love working with him. He's such a good director to work for. He's got a passion for the old games, and he really wants to bring the action with his. And literally, you watch the behind the scenes, and I know behind the scenes aren't you know meant to be. Then there isn't. We don't see everything, right? There's not the full story. But there seems to be like a real love for him. And he's not the only one. There's a lot of directors who seem to do really well by their people, you know, who, who are like, if this does well, you'll get bonuses, you'll get this, you'll get that. And it, it, Neil Druckmann didn't do that. Neil Druckmann got rid of people who disagreed with him. Like, 
like I said, I think there needs to be more taken into account. I, I, I get it if it's just, hey, look at his narrative. We loved his narrative and we're just looking at it as solely as like a director, not as like his management of people. But I think for, for, for it to be like an award for direction at the studio, there needs to be more thought into this. And I think this controversy is fair. I think it is a fair discussion to be had. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But um, yeah, do, do we have anything else to, to say before we get onto the last bit of our show, onto the reveals from the Game Awards? Ah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Okie doke. Well, let's get straight into these reveals. This was another part where I nearly blew my brains out, um, writing it all up. Oh my God, I didn't actually, because I watched the show live and I didn't actually remember the sheer amount of reveals and gameplay trailers we actually got. Mm-hmm. Um, generally surprising and to be honest for me I I saw a lot of people very upset with the show but I really enjoyed all the reveals Mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much what I was watching for for me so I'll list them all off and then Mm -hmm. we'll do like we did with the Disney stuff we'll just go into the ones we want to right hit it Um, so we have near replicant version Mm. 1.2247 Four four eight seven one three nine dot 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 dot. Imagine going into the shops and asking for like, asking for a copy of that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, and we, we got we got a gameplay trailer for that. Um, we got a CGI slash gameplay trailer uh, and announcement of Century: Age of Ashes, kind of like a multiplayer dragon game, kind of cool. Um, we got a cinematic trailer for the reboot slash remake of Perfect Dark, which is cool. Um, we got the announcement of Back for Blood from the Left 4 Dead creators. Mm-hmm. We got, um, I, I don't know if it's an announcement or just a gameplay trailer, but we got a trailer for Hood, Outlaws and Legends, which really surprised me. I, I oh, think me it's too. Cool. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. Warhammer 40k Dark Tide official gameplay reveal. Of of course, I'm going to talk about this later. I oh, I watched this and I was like, yes, I was just so excited. Um, anyway, moving on, we got a sneak peek look at Dragon Age Four. No gameplay, but just a sort of teaser reel. We got a lengthy like five minute gameplay trailer for a new RPG called Crimson Desert which looks very interesting. Um, uh, yeah, it looks very interesting. <laughs> we got a trailer for Call of Duty Black Ops Warzone. Cold, Call of Duty Cold War Black Ops Warzone Season 1. <sighs> Jesus. Eek. Wow. That's an that's awful mouthful, isn't it? So basically, <laughs> COD Cold War Warzone. We got a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. And then we got Ark 2 announced, <laughs> Ark Survival. Um, and this was this was weird um, yeah. because it was it was a it was a weird CGI trailer with with Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> and, the, and, and then they also announced that they're making an animated series that's yes. going to be a, cover the origin story of the game. Um, very weird. Maybe we'll talk about it. Um, Full Guys season three trailer. Outsiders Mantra of Survival. I believe this was 
I'm not sure if this is a second Outriders or what this is, but it's we got a gameplay trailer for it. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Evil Dead, the game. Very excited. Love Evil Dead. Love the franchise. Uh, cool that they're making a game of it. Returnal, which is a PS5 exclusive. Um, looks interesting. Uh, we got the announcement of the Elder Scrolls Online Gates of Oblivion expansion. So another expansion to Elder Scrolls Online. Um, they literally just kind of did an expansion based on Skyrim. So it looks like this is an expansion kind of influenced by Oblivion. Um, and then we also have Monster Hunter Rise, which is the new Monster Hunter game. We got um, some stuff about a new map for Among Us. Very cool. We got Master Chief reveal in Fortnite, which uh, I don't know. Jack might have already bought Master Chief in Fortnite. Who knows? Um, Mass Effect 4 teaser trailer. Yes. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Evil West trailer. And I'm going to butcher this. The Callisto 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 Protocol. Mm-hmm. so that was there might have been a few i've missed but that was the big chunk of the reviews um okay well in answer to your question number one i did not buy master chief in fortnite however i was so <laughs> tempted uh, but i just bought i just bought the kratos pack um so you can justify i couldn't justify buying another one but but um, Zach did buy um, the Master Chief pack. So, Zach doesn't um, even... Oh, he does like Halo. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's really cool as well because if you have a Series uh, X or S um, Xbox, because obviously it's Microsoft, if you have a new console, um, you get Master Chief but, uh, and like the other stuff, but you also get Master Chief in matte black. And I was like... Oh, yeah. Black. That's cool. It's, it's, it's cool. Um, but yeah, so that's the first thing. I'm just going to get that out off the bat. Um, there were some really cool announcements in there. And personally, for me, I the, the ones that really like, I was like, wow, um, Back for Blood excites me so much yeah. because it's essentially just Left 4 Dead, isn't it? It's, it's, it's literally, it's a spiritual successor, but basically the next Left 4 Dead, but they yeah. don't have the rights to the right name. To call it Left 4 Dead, yeah. So this is so exciting because Left 4 Dead was such a, an amazing game and I played so much of it. So the thought of getting another new, a new one is excites me so much and i can't wait to have a go at that and i'm imagining chris will will probably end up on it together so um let's bring on the chaotic fun uh, that, that one for me stood out and as same as what you said actually uh hood outlaws and legends really impressed me yeah like, I, surprisingly it, it, the, i really like the stealth i really like the multiplayer heists i really like uh the stealth animations is uh, are very cool it looks fun to play with friends graphically mm. it's great it kind of feels like um an assassin's creed unity but maybe done right mm. i don't yeah. know i just really like the look i don't know i was kind of yeah no i was turned away because of the very heavily assassin's creed look about it yeah and i was like Nah, I've seen where this goes. <laughs> I've seen what you do with this. And, and I was just instantly like, I'm not sure. So I was kind of turned away from that, to be honest, That's compared fair. to some of the other ones. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about it, I'd say. Yeah. Um, there's one I won't talk about, which I'd be really interested for your take. The cinematic trailer for the re-be- re- reboot of Perfect re-beat. Dark. Uh, I didn't see it. I, I did, and... I was kind of like... Do you, do you guys play Perfect Dark? No. 
Um, it's rare. I don't know whether I've played from much rare. of it. It's not, it's not rare. <laughs> it's uh, it's rare. rare. <laughs> That's what I said. I, I said that when I started playing the thing, I was like, it's a rare game. <laughs> I was like, well, actually, it's quite easy to get hold of. It's really old, but it's it's just it's made by rare. Um, yeah, and I don't know. The trailer was kind of like, again, you don't really get much. It's just a bit of like a CG kind of like, you know, we see it. That yeah. she's clearly been through this building, yeah. <laughs> leaving a trail of bodies. Yeah, I mean, but... I, I think the fact that this to me the, is less exciting with the game, and it's more exciting that because this isn't from Rare, this is um, from another studio. Um, oh, okay. This is from uh, what's the studio? Uh, so it's one of the other studios that Microsoft owns, and basically, Rare have said before that they have actually follows on from our golden Aldi cameo rare have no interest in revisiting their old IPs. They don't care. They don't care about them. They've come out of a statement and said it. So basically Microsoft have gone, okay, well you've got great IPs though. So this is a remake, not from rare, a reboot, not from rare, from a, from a new studio that Microsoft owns, um, that Microsoft said really understood the perfect dark universe, wanted to do their own, thing like reboot it um and Mm -hmm. microsoft were happy to to give them the ip and i think this is really good because i've talked before that i I like the idea microsoft has all these ips you know they have fallout for example and i like the idea of them giving the ip to different developers or being like rare doesn't want to make one so why don't you make one or Mm -hmm. uh, bethesda are busy making elder scrolls and starfield hey obsidian would you like to make a fallout new vegas 2 because we're not going to get a fallout from them from years. So why don't you fill the gap? Because Microsoft has the power to do that now. They own the IPs. Like it's such a cool idea. There's great IPs that, you know, languished in the dirt. Like we talk about Cameo. This is another one where Microsoft might be like, hey, look, this studio is really cool and really good and made a great thing. Why don't we give them Cameo? Let them, let them do a Cameo re- reboot remake. Mm-hmm. And I think it sets a really, I hope it does well because I want Microsoft to do more of that. I think uh, it's, it's cool to see them actively going, there's an old IP that we'd like to see revi- revived. The developers are either too busy or don't want to do it. Let's just give it to one of our other studios. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's less I'm excited for the game and more I'm excited about what this sort of means going forward. <laughs> right. Um, and Jack's talked about Back for Blood. Uh, it's just we're kind of excited to have some more zombie co-op. Um, I just yeah, I'm so um, excited. I'm so excited. Like it doesn't the ga- I don't even think to be honest with that game. It doesn't to me. I, I would love if they made it really really well, but like even if they didn't, and it was just more of Left 4 Dead 2, I would love it. Like, I think <laughs> I still play it the same. Um, I'm hoping it obviously going to have taken a massive step forward since then. Yeah, to and be fair, I, I'm not really looking for much from it. Just and yeah, yeah and it's always so much more fun with friends. Like, oh, of course, that's all game. Um, we also got the reveal trailer, which is a huge one for me, which I wasn't expecting at all, for Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. And this is just a bit of me all over. This just looks amazing. I was watching this mm-hmm. and I was like, this is like a dream come true. Like, I love Warhammer. I love the fact that they're branching out into more games. And I love Vermintide. Vermintide's great fun. And to see them sort of basically take Vermintide make new maps, make new enemies, make uh, a new feel. Because it's, you know, 40K and fantasy. They're both Warhammer, but they're both, you know, almost different franchises. They just share the name, really, and have certain aspects that are similar. 
Um, and for them to have this really fun, religiously fanatic, over the top, like there's an Ogryn in the trailer, which is a giant subhuman, like who's like 12 feet tall. And you can play as him. And I don't know, it's just really fun. It looks great. It's kind of got these like all these different types of enemies and monsters. And to be fair, I was watching it. I was like, you know what? The the shooting actually looks really good. The the gun combat, the idea that they haven't strayed too far from Vermintide because you can still very much in 40K fashion pull out a melee weapon, even though you have laser guns. Because, you know, hitting something with a hammer is more efficient than shooting it with a, you know, a, a massive flamethrower, apparently. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it just looks fun. It's going to be great co-op fun. And I love 40k. I love the Vermintide games. I love how I hope it, you didn't really see it from the trailer, but you are basically on a suicide mission in this because you are literally the, there's the subhuman who's like kind of powerful, but then the other three are just normal humans. And this is just like peak Warhammer suicide mission where if this was a novel, they'd die slowly one by one throughout the novel, right? Mm-hmm. And it'd be horrific. And everyone's like, yeah, this is, uh, you're not expected to survive, by the way. We sent four regiments in there and they all died after one afternoon. So uh, have fun. It's that, it's that sort of like hopeless mission. And we didn't see one, but there's definitely going to be chaos space marines in this. And my God, if they're done right, it's going to be terrifying. It's going to, it's going to be like scream, you scream and run away and like cry because <laughs> he's just bullying everyone in, in, in the room. Um, but I do think it's a harder one to do. I think it will be a lot more difficult than Vermintide because you're kind of just fleshy little humans. It'll be interesting to see how the classes sort of work out because the Ogrins are really sort of quite tough. So I wonder if he's like the bullet sponge and everyone has to sort of use their abilities and hide behind him type thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just, it's something I'm very excited for. I don't know about you guys. Did you watch the trailer? Did, did you get sort of excited or? I mean, it, it does look pretty good to be honest. It, I, I haven't played the others, um, but I feel like this would be a little bit more me. I'm I'm not really a massive fan of like first person melee games and things like that. Yeah, I mean so, it's more of a shooter hybrid. This that, one. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like as in from from like Vermintide, I feel like I'd enjoy this one more. Yeah. Even though I'd pre- I'd prefer the setting of Vermintide. Oh, the fantasy. I'd, yeah, but I think I I would prefer the gameplay of um, Darktide. Yeah, so, that's cool. But yeah, it does it does look really cool. You're right. The gunplay actually does look really fun. So yeah. I kind of like wait and see more about it. See what kind of like the gameplay ends up shaping up to be. Yeah, and and just quickly as an aside, as a Warhammer fan, um, I I love that the laser gun, the las gun, looks really punchy in the trailer and is really brutal and like incinerates dudes and just punches through. And I was like, oh, it looks so good, and it's such a meme because in the Warhammer community, these las guns are like insanely powerful, but they are like boiled down in the fiction to like being like flashlights. (laughs) <laughs> because they just can't like touch space marines they can't like touch they, they're just like there's this joke about them being just like these awful little flashlights that they give to the guardsmen and i love that joke <laughs> in the law but then when you actually think about it you're like it's only useless because you're trying to shoot a super soldier with it like if you're actually shooting like a dude like a cultist in robes you're gonna annihilate him and i just <laughs> kind of love that how warhammer's so turned up to 11 that you have what would be a really powerful gun in any sci-fi setting. 
is basically like a, a terrible flashlight in <laughs> in Warhammer, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Jack, what did, did you have any thoughts? I was kind of hoping you wasn't going to ask me because I didn't see it. like i can't comment and i'm not gonna sounds cool but i I was just sat quietly because i was hoping you weren't gonna ask me you quite liked vermintide though yeah 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 Yeah, no i'm not saying i probably will like it to be fair i just i didn't get around to seeing it and i didn't want you to ask me that question so i was (laughs) stay quiet (laughs) no worries um we got any more you want to you want to dive into no not not particularly for me bradley any games that caught your attention didn't care Um, I quite like the look of Crimson Desert. Yeah, so I'm glad I, you said that. Though I did, I was like, this is this is some form of Asian team working on this. Yes, because <laughs> of how it's, it's, it's very obvious. The, the combat is so OTT and there's so many like particle effects. Oh, it does. But I, I just said, I went, it's got to be, it's got to be some some Asian team. Not that I'm racist. It's just the style. <laughs> yes, they, they it, it very, stands out, doesn't it? Yeah, they do a very very Dynasty Warriors. Style. And it, yeah, and it looks amazing. Like I love that kind of fighting style. It's over the top and it's fun. But yeah, no, it it was really kind of like, what is this? And I'm assuming it's related to the MMO, um, Black Desert. Yeah, I, I I was thinking that. I I didn't see anything that confirmed that. But it feels it, like it would be. It is a single player game. This one. Yeah, which um, I was really happy about because I'm not really a fan of MMO, so I was like, Ooh, no. And I've always sort of looked at Black Desert, but I've never really wanted to 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 delve. Like, we might be just talking absolute rubbish, and they might not be not connected at all. But just because of know. the naming convention, <laughs> and the fact that they're both like Asian studios, so yeah. Um, but I thought uh, it was a long. It was I watched the whole thing. It was a lengthy trailer. Um, mm-hmm. The particle effects, the weather effects, uh, the lighting. It looked beautiful the open world is really interesting um there was like viking-esque settlements there were like medieval castles there were you know it 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 looks like the open world is very diverse and very interesting there's probably a lot of different factions and sort of peoples in it and it's something that is a game that's right up my alley and i I immediately watched it i didn't i remember reading it and i thought oh whatever who cares and I watched the, the gameplay trailer and I was like, wow, like this is an RPG that I could sink my teeth into and probably really enjoy. I was getting very heavy uh, Wild Hunt Witcher vibes as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I believe they are the same company. Yeah. So we're not just being idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they both have desert in the title. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's Pearl Abyss, which is, a, I believe, a Korean company. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, but yeah, that that was something that I was watching. I was like, this actually looks pretty good. Um, yeah. Compared to like some of the others I'm not too fussed about. Um, but that that was something I was like, oh, this could, I might have to keep my, uh, my eye on this one. Hmm. What, what about um, quickly? Because I think this will be quite one note. What about um, Century Age of Ashes? Uh, uh, it looks like graphically and, and anim- animated, it looks really nice. But I just, I just don't see how that can be that fun to play. And how it will run game. particularly well and stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. It just feels like... It looks like it I might d- be janky. I don't know. I wouldn't say that. It was just... It, in a way, yeah. But like, if you ever play games with like dogfighting and things like that, it, it kind of gets very... In my opinion, it gets very boring very quickly. Yeah. You're just constantly like flying around, chasing each other. And it's like, ah, well... Uh, and then like it's it's just like yeah this is kind of boring now yeah and it is basically like planes that breathe fire 
Yeah. Like that's literally all you need to do is if you think about it. Because I was watching it and I was literally, I was like, these are just planes that breathe fire. Um, and Look then obviously, cool, you, exactly. And it looks cool. But how long will that novelty last? Yes, my kind I, of think question. I, I think I love the concept. I'm just exactly. sold on the game. Yeah. And that, that was my big thing. Because I do think, I think they've made an amazing like looking game. It, it does look really nice. But whether the actual gameplay is worth it and it like holds up and it, it is fun, really. Because like, it might be for like, you know, an hour or two. But then it's like, this is kind of <laughs> chasing, <laughs> chasing fire breathing planes now. It's just like. I don't know. So, but yeah, overall, I do, I do think it has um, some potential. They, they look like they've made a really good game already, yeah. like, fi- uh, like physically from that, from, from what we can see looking in. But whether it holds up to what it could be, I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Do you, do you want to, um, do you want to take a quick dump on, um, <laughs> on Arc Two? Uh, like Arc One, does it, does it even have a story? I don't think so. No, it's I got didn't like some. It it's kind of it's like got, Minecraft, but yeah, like exactly. really bad. And, and now dinosaurs. they're like, you know what? Let's add a story. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. What should we do for the story? And they're like, it's been diesel free this time of year. And they're like, oh, it's COVID. <laughs> he's, just done, uh, he's just done Crossroads. They're like, they're like, they're like, they're like <laughs> best yeah. game ever. They're like, they're like, it's been diesel free. And they'd be like, have you seen the last Fast and Furious film? Of course it's free. All right. CG trailer with Vin Diesel. No, like Vin Diesel. Did you, uh, would you be interested in the concept we put to you? And he's just like, family. Family, but caveman family. I, I said, this, did, did anybody feel like he was the only person in that trailer that looked slightly off in terms of his his face? <laughs> it looked slightly weird. I don't know what well, it was because they've tried to mocap him, but not very I, good. That's mo-cap. what I said. I think the problem is, is everybody else in that trailer would have been like they would Generated. have made the face. Yeah, they would have generated the faces. They would have made them. Whereas because they're trying to match Vin Diesel's likeness. He just looked off and stiff and like, I was like, oh God, what is this? And when he's fighting, I was like, this isn't Vin Diesel fighting. This is weird. And then it gets like, it just keeps going. And then I was like, oh, it's over. And then it like kicks up again. <laughs> and it cuts, cuts forward, doesn't it? To him on like the cliff side. And I'm like, just end it now, please. <laughs> I'm done with this. And, and then I like, pushing this whole story thing. And I'm like, I think the game was very successful because it was a fun like survival game that people played together, they didn't need to do something like this. You don't, you don't see like you know, the core Minecraft experience being you know, updated with like loads of story elements. Well, Jason Statham games. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh they, yes, they come on. Get... <laughs> Jason Statham Minecraft Jason Statham is <laughs> Steve. Yeah, and Jason Statham, you've got like animated Jason Statham. He's like, hello creeper. I've yeah. had enough of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just on the wrong door. I'm Unless... Jason Statham. No, you're Steve. Uh, I'm Stephen Statham. Yeah, <laughs> like kicking spiders across the room. Unless like they've decided to go completely against the survival route and and take it a different direction, like this is a new like no, linear no, game like that. Same. Exactly, then that would make sense. Like the only time we've had Minecraft story stuff is when they've made it a whole separate game and like Telltale took it. Yeah, made, like, actually, I, I was quite in- interested in actually. I've never played it, but I've heard that it's actually quite good. So, but that's that's what I'm kind of saying though. It doesn't work in that survival setting that they've done before. They might make it amazing, but. To me, that's not off to a great start with getting some weird Vin Diesel looking. Like it's like Vin Diesel didn't agree to it. 
So they had to <laughs> and change they did it, it anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they changed it just <laughs> enough. Tried to face <laughs> so that if we compared it, they'd be like, actually, if you look there, this There's is a off. likeness. Yeah, yeah, it's just a likeness. He's just your lookalike, Vin Diesel. And they can't uh, sue because he'd be like, no, it's not Vin Diesel. Mm. It's not Vin Diesel though. And then they bring out a guy that looks just like him. <laughs> like, this is the guy we based it off. Yeah, but... this, this is Din Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's literally like I don't know. It, it hasn't got off to a great start with me. So I'm not a massive fan of Ark anyway. I'm yeah. not a survival game person. So, so there's a few more I, I want to quickly touch on. They're, they're quite short, these ones, though. Um, and the first one I want to quickly touch on is um, Mass Effect 4 getting a teaser. And right. this blew my mind because it's Liara to Sony. And it, it, it's speculation that maybe she's like searching for like Shepard's remains as well. And it's like post Mass Effect free, and I was so surprised because I know Andromeda was a massive. The whole point of Andromeda was you can ignore the Mass Effect trilogy because you've its explorers have gone to a new galaxy, right? And they take their culture with them, so you have, still have the fun culture from the Mass Effect games you love, but you've taken it to a new galaxy. And within that galaxy in Andromeda, you had the framework to do pretty much anything you wanted, right? which I actually thought was really good. And there's a lot in the Andromeda galaxy that was really, was really cool from a, a story and lore perspective. But this is risky to me to, to, to set a Mass Effect 4 after the end of Mass Effect 3. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy. Yeah. You know? And I'm excited. I'm really excited. But I'm also like, I get they want to distance themselves from Andromeda, but is this the right move? I don't know. No, I don't think we will know until it happens. So bizarre. And and the whole point of that story is really kind of you getting in Shepard's shoes and becoming Shepard. And then it's going to feel a bit weird to not, unless they bring him back, which would be even weirder. I My Shepard survived. Well, yeah, if you pick the survive ending, but there's literally three other, four other endings. No, like, I, yeah, I did the one where it's like, you have to do very specific things yeah. to get it. Where, where if you, he if does you, the right thing and a, he survives. Yeah, if you have a certain military strength and then you hit the destroy ending, there is yeah. a little stinger at the end where he breathes. Where yes, you're like, oh, exactly. he could be that's, alive. Yeah, that's the one I got. But I didn't do that. I didn't do that one Loser. at all. I did synergy because I couldn't bring myself to destroy the Geth because the Geth died in the destroy ending. And I was like, I can't do this. I was like, they are living. I won't get into it, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I love the Geth. Um, (laughs) Loser. (laughs) So I did synergy. And also I thought that was best because it was a merging of AI and organic. That's freaky. That's weird. I mean, it is weird, but I couldn't destroy the Geth. Um, (laughs) Anyway. So yeah, odd, odd. I don't, I don't know how this is going to handled, but, I will be very interested to see what they do going forward. Um, then the last two I want to talk about. The first one is Evil West. Okay. So I've this is this it. is being pegged <clears throat> as 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 Red Dead Redemption Two, but instead of not. Wild West, it's dark fantasy. It's from people called Flying Wild Hog and Focus Home Interactive. And Evil West is a Wild West game, but with vampires and monsters and the supernatural. Oh. So Red Dead, but like dark fantasy with vampires and werewolves and like crazy stuff. 
and I think that's really cool because I really I love know. I really love the zombie apocalypse in in the Red Dead games. Yes. I t- yeah. I never played that to be fair. I I'm, did. It was. I, good, I'm but, all um, on board for for zombies with supernatural uh, for cowboys with supernatural um, monsters and enemies. I think it's really cool. Well, well I'm not gonna say anything about that one. I'm gonna wait and see. <laughs> but I I like um, Red Dead on the. Uh, no way, that's so weird. I've just literally like I'm not even joking. As we're talking, even an advert for Evil West just came up on my screen. Wow. Like, and I it's meant seen, to be. Yeah, it's like heard me say the name. <laughs> now, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, now that I'm watching this trailer, it looks kind of cool. Um, so, <laughs> That's so, what yeah, I'm maybe. doing as well, Joe. <laughs> yeah, so so okay. maybe. It's actually quite cool. And, and, and the last one we'll talk about today is the Callisto Protocol. Mm-hmm. And this is being pegged as a spiritual successor to Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the one of the creative directors worked on Dead Space, and a lot of the team worked on Dead Space. And again, it's it's a case where kind of like Back for Blood, where they don't have the IP, but they wanted to do this supernatural high sci-fi horror. And they've talked about how they are really heavily inspired by the Alien get by the Alien movies and Alien mm-hmm. Isolation, but. They want this to be a spiritual. They want this to be the scariest game you've ever played. That's what they've said, and okay. it's a supernatural sci-fi horror in the vein of um, Dead Space. Mm-hmm. What what does that sort of sound to you? I, I mean, mean the, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I I was like, yeah. I mean, I'm not a massive horror fan, um, mm-hmm. but Dead Space uh, is really yeah. good. Dead Space is um, amazing. It, it's just I don't know because it blends that action in enough so that i'm not bored because games like um but outlast, still manages to really be creepy which I yeah think exactly is really impressive games like outlast will just bore me because i'm not doing anything really i'm just kind of like it's just a horror game in, in its own like you're running away you're constantly being the, like the prey whereas i like games like dead space where it creates this atmosphere of of you're worried about what's around the next corner but you know you can take it on and it's up to you and i like that feeling yeah. i mean you might need um, to replace your pants afterwards but yeah good. but and so i am instantly like yes if, if they're doing it in that same vein where it mixes creepiness and good gameplay then yes um but also the the trailer itself was really good um and just that monster was <laughs> so creepy and the sounds mm. it makes yeah. and i was like yeah the design cool. really good yeah exactly i was just like they they clearly are inspired by these like really freaky beings like the um, yeah what is it the necrophages yeah necrophages and yeah. and i really like it, it it fills me with a lot of hope to know that there's people from dead space on this game project yeah exactly and that the fact that they want this to be terrifying um mm-hmm. and i'm i'm all for i weirdly enough like i say i i really like sci-fi horror there's something about the blending of those two settings that makes me like I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just like, I'm way more on board for sci-fi horror than I am for horror. All I'm going to say is that <laughs> Alien Isolation, at the time that I played it, was one of my favourite games. It's on Game Pass, time. isn't it? It is now, yeah. I, I played play it. it. I played it um, a couple of years ago, I think, and um, I absolutely adored it. I thought it was so good because that game really does, the horror element to that game is incredibly intense. It's brilliant. And, I, and this is from someone who likes horror games. So I loved Alien Isolation. Mm. And um, I, I actually think you really enjoy it, Chris, because it's, yeah. 
it's it has got that that mixture, but it's prom- predominantly scary. It, but so, my favourite thing is the way you save. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I find that really satisfying to watch. <laughs> so uh, actually saving her life. <laughs> <laughs> so really fun fact for you guys: Alien Alien Isolation is made by Creative Assembly. Do you know what Creative Assembly make? No. Total War. I knew oh, it no way. Like yeah. That. So, so all the all the games I love, all the Total War games I love, they also make Alien Isolation, which is a completely different ballpark, completely different <laughs> game, but yeah. amazing. As, but I've heard really good things about it, and and because of that, I've always been like, oh, I really like Creative Assembly, and they are a very sort of varied developer who have a lot of diverse sort of talents. So I was like, and I've heard mm-hmm. good things. I'd like to give it a go. Yeah. Hey, tell me what you think because it was yeah, great. Well, so uh, I think that's the that's the end of the special episode. Unless uh, mm-hmm. you guys had anything else to, to say or add? No, no. Um, I mean, you know, I uh, I was a different episode. Um, it was slightly, you know, less structured. It was a bit of a behemoth was, of yeah. just we had to. There was so much to tackle this week. We just had to do an aside. Um, but there will be a normal episode. So this will most likely go up on Wednesday. I'll do my best to get this all edited and up for you guys on Wednesday. And then mm-hmm. the normal episode, are, are, you know, will go up on Friday. So like okay. I said, you've got two episodes this week. We hope you really enjoyed this. I hope it's been informative. I hope um, it's made you excited. And fear not, if there's something you really wanted us to talk about that we didn't get around to, we'll it will go. creep up. It will pop up in yeah. the news. We'll cover it at some point, I promise. Yeah. Hmm. Any, any fun closing thoughts? No, um, all I would say is not really a closing thought. But all I would say is that if anybody who does listen to the pod obviously um, has their own thoughts or comments about uh, anything they thought about the Game Awards, about the announcement, um, anything they did want us to kind of talk about um, on the pod, uh, then obviously you can go to our social medias um, and yeah. you can send us a message or drop us a, an email and yeah. we'll, uh, we'll try and get it included for you. Yeah, our emails on Twitter. Uh, we'd love discussion. We love a, love a chat. Literally, tweet at us, whatever. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it. You know, next episode or the episode after, if if mm-hmm. it's sort of our schedule doesn't line up. But yeah, yeah. brilliant. Um, right. So we'll sign off now. Thanks, guys. Yeah. See you later. See you later. See you later.